Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. It's that little chico pit boom, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at negative to positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken and you know, that's fire. Now, Bobo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on negative to positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how our life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. I have been fed, that's a fact. I have been fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Hey everyone, John Roca here. Pluto TV is the leading free streaming television service. Watch over 100 TV channels and thousands of movies on demand, all completely free. Pluto TV never asks for a credit card. You don't even need to sign up to watch free. Pluto TV is the easy and completely legal way to watch your favorite TV shows and hit movies for free. What are you waiting for? Never pay for TV again by downloading Pluto TV. You can download Pluto TV for free on all of your favorite devices today, including your phone, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, Smart TVs, PlayStation, and anywhere else you stream. In the age of online retail, buying a car should be no different. That's why Carvana invented a brand new way to buy a car that's 100% online. Without leaving the comfort of your couch, you can browse and buy from their selection of almost 20,000 cars. And once you've made a purchase, your car comes to you, delivered right to your door. Or you can pick it up from one of their coin-operated car vending machines. All of Carvana's cars come with a seven-day return policy ensuring you get a car that fits perfectly with your life. Not happy? Exchange it or return it for a full refund. And with its dedication to customer service, it's why hundreds of thousands of customers have ditched the dealership and given Carvana 4.7 stars in customer satisfaction. So check out the nation's fastest-growing auto retailer at Carvana.com. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Will Emperor Palpatine return from the dead? The Mandalorian, we got a lot of news coming out about that particular show, and we're going to hear from all of you guys out there in the Twitterverse. It's Jedi Council. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Collider Jedi Council, our weekly Star Wars show here. I'm Christian Harloff, a.k.a. Darth Harloff, Harloff Minor, whatever the hell you want to call me today. That's fine with me. Joining me on the table... Mr. Ken Napsack, Ken Napsack, Kylo Ken, how are you, sir? I'm good. In honor of our good friend JT, let's make a thumbnail. How are you, buddy? I am well, and I am excited because we have a a newer guest to Jedi Council, not to our circle. Not to our world. Not to our world, but who do we have today? We have Darina Ariano wearing the best Star Wars shirt I've ever seen. Look at that Beatles, Yellow Submarine, Star Wars mashup. Uh, I'm a Beatles fan. You're a Beatles fan. World Star Wars fans, yes. I have T-shirt envy. Though, uh, I do like my Griff Halloran shirt that uh, I was gifted yesterday by uh, Steven Stan. Yeah, it looks like I'm the only one not wearing Chris. a Star Wars shirt. Oh, oh yeah. Tattooed yeah, Summer Camp. That's right. Two Get those parody videos ready. 
That was um, way too nerdy to go, oh. Yeah, yeah. I went, oh, yeah. yeah I said, oh, yeah. yeah. How are you? Good. It's nice to How see you. How are you guys? Good. I'm surprised you guys brought me to the show. Why? I don't know, because I'm like OG. OG? Yeah, I'm one of those purist people that everyone hates in the Star oh, Wars world. Oh, just the original trilogy yeah. style? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but well, you, you, but you, the, like, you like the new, tri- the new trilogy, don't you? I mean, it's okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, you're, you're, but you're straight up. You're, I mean, I'm still ex- I mean, I'm, I, I know, I'm, a, I'm a nerd. Of, I'm still excited about the new ones, right. obviously. You're a ward of the OT. Yeah. 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 Um, That's fine. Well, yeah. Darina is here to talk about everything going on in the world of Star Wars because yes. you're very knowledgeable about all of Star Wars, not just the like of the OT. Um, let's get into what we have because there's not a lot today, so we're going to really dive deep into one or two particular stories, which I'm cool with. I actually prefer days like that where we can just have a nice conversation. And Ken, there's something popping around the uh, yeah. the rumorverse. Yeah, it's the rumorverse. And, and you know, I, I'll be honest with you, you know, I, you know, I clicked on the story and then I clicked out of it because it's uh, based on a leak and and uh, I don't like them leaks. Yeah. But it's a fun topic and it's something you've mentioned before. So, in episode nine, will Sheev Palpatine be in episode nine, be involved in episode nine, Has his, have his name invoked in episode nine, Let's start there and have a speculatory conversation. Good old Sheev. Do I think one way or another will Palpatine be back in nine? Is that the question on the table? Sure. I, I asked like 42 questions right. in one. Is that the one we'll start with? Yeah. 99% yes. He'll be back in some form or another, whether it's a mention really? of the name. I think it'll be higher than that. I think there will be a heavy involvement. I've been saying it for a while. But um, you've been dead set certain on this. I know in your brain. I am throwing the Palpatine flag on the on the Star Wars universe and saying he's coming back one way or another. Okay. There are rumors of, let's say, whether it's hologram or there's rumors of wh- maybe he was more involved with this, more of the Snoke element mm-hmm. than we originally thought. Um, I'm going to lean towards that side okay. of things. I think that this is something J.J. Abrams has said as far as tying the whole, tr- the, the whole trilogy together, together. Yeah, series, yeah, that's a way you can do it. And some people go, oh, it's just kind of lazy, bring him back. Well, Voldemort can come back. Why can't Palpatine? If Palpatine <laughs> from, from Revenge of the Sith mm-hmm. talks about being able to conquer death, right, and learning stuff from Plagueis, then why can't he do it? Right. Um, and that's a way to do it if it's done well. If it's done lazy, then, yeah, of course you're going to have a problem with it. But I think this is a, almost a certainty that he'll be back, yes. Okay. Field arena. Uh, for episode nine or for just in general? Nine. nine. I mean, how do I feel about him coming back? I mean, I guess he's cool. That's fine. But I don't think he's going to come back. I actually feel like they ended up getting rid of most of the original characters in mm-hmm. episode eight. Spoilers. Um, basically to start a new or end it on a new note. I right. think it would be weird to bring back older villains you think it'd be weird even if it ties into the story and it plays in but what if it's done well what if it no, i mean I, I don't mind if it's done well. i just don't think it's going to happen because it seems like there's trying to go with a newer story okay. or, or so, focus on newer characters well let's dive into a little bit now i i are you th- thinking that if he shows up say it's clone palpatine like the the horrible legend stuff and right. he shows up and is that what kind of what you're thinking like that wouldn't work for you if he's the villain. Snoke's gone. Right. There's Kylo Ren. You to that involvement, or what? More Christian saying, which is his name is invoked. I think. I think it'll be more than well, that. Well, I think okay. it'll be more than just his name invoked. I think that that's a certainty. That his name will be evoked. But I think he's going to have a play. Maybe okay. like you're saying with the cloning stuff. That's certainly possible. But okay. I think they're going to. I think they're going to maneuver it into where he becomes a lot more involved with Snoke than we than we thought originally. I okay. mean, I think it would be. I actually wouldn't mind a tie-in into Snoke. I just think that. It would be a little bit lazy to be like, okay, like he's still the big bad gotcha. of the whole thing. I think that that's boring. I would rather see. Um, I mean, I don't even need a new big thread or a big boss like at the end of a video game. I just want right. the story to be good. You don't need. I mean, uh, what was it? Solo. I actually really like the villain there, and right. we didn't know much about him. At least right. I didn't, you know. Yeah. And he was a really well written, uh, well acted villain. So mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't have to be some like big storyline attached to everything. Like not everything has to be connected for me to enjoy it and for for the story to actually be good. I agree with that a lot of the times. I think for the, if if this is indeed what JJ says he wants to do and wrap up this saga f- of films, these nine films over this overall arc with the Skywalkers and everything too, and if it plays into it, I don't disagree that there's a big risk that if done wrong, it could come off lazy. Right. I, I don't disagree that if, if, if it comes off wrong, it'd be like, well, why would you do that? Why didn't you just leave well enough alone and just make him dead? Right. 
But there's also a good possibility, if written well, that it could link everything together and it could make sense. If you if the, you can sit there in the theater and, and they tie this all together and you go, wow, that is really cool. That's kind of mind-blowing the way they put that all together. Then that's a win. But it's, but a it's risk. riskier. It's, it's there, way riskier there's no to doubt. do that. There's no doubt. There's, yeah. there's a risk. But, Ken, uh, would you be, how would you feel if he comes back? I, you know, I, I am okay. I love Palpatine, and, and I know you do, do too. Uh, she Palpatine my favorite is, character. Who is, doesn't love yeah. him? He's great. Uh, yeah, I think in general people yeah. would agree. He but looks it, so gross there. It's awesome. <laughs> I love him. Ian McDiarmid was 19 in that photo. You know, that's, no, he was in his <laughs> mid-30s. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, yeah, I love Palpatine. You love Palpatine. And there's so much to mine with Palpatine. So I'm very much open to this idea in some sort of way. I... I, I I make a, a, a joke about the legend stuff. It's fine, but I just don't like clones coming back in some kind of weird science fiction way. I don't think that's that Star Wars is crazy as it is. Yes, I know there was Clone Wars. I get that. But a specific character, Luke or right. Shive Palpatine, I don't want any of that kind of stuff. I want, However, like, zombie Luke. Zombie, zombie Luke? clone Luke. Zombie that would be so Luke. rad. However, <laughs> even going to one of my favorite things from Last Jedi is Rey being nobody, right? Even if you're going to say... Hey, in nine, they're gonna fix or uh, not fix it, but take it a little di- direction. I, I, as much as I don't, oh, I don't like that. I'm, I'm gonna sit there and see how they present it to me. Right. And Palpatine is, is so ingrained in the story of Star Wars and in, in, in the aftermath trilogy of, of novels. You, you know, the Gallius Rex stuff and the contingency plan was this whole other thing of Palpatine's character and his, in his end game and all that kind of stuff. So why wouldn't he have some other stuff? He was searching for something. In the unknown region. So yep. Thrawn alliances, he's, he sends Thrawn and Vader to Batu because there's something there. So what if at one point he and Snoke had some tea and they were all in their robes and they came up with some plan? I'd, I'd be interested. What if he's Ray's dad, you guys? <laughs> Here, here's the thing about that. And I, that literally was going to be my next point. What? Do I think it's her dad? No. no. But do I think she'll be tied to him in some way? I do. Mm-hmm. I think that there'll be something along those lines that if he comes back, right. they're not going to waste it on just a, oh, hey, there's Palpatine. It's going to be something bigger. It's going to be like, because what was the reveal of the, the prequels was that Anakin was kind of created by the Force, and then right, almost right. It, it was hinted that Palpatine was behind that. Yeah, yeah. Um, what if he's behind this? What if right. he's behind Ray? Because that's not retconning what Ryan Johnson did. No, no, no. Because Ryan Johnson... He, what he said was that, in, that your parents were nobodies. Right. We don't necessarily know if those really were her parents. Maybe they right. took her in, like Anakin. You right. know, oh, not Anakin, excuse me, but like, you know, Luke. Like, yeah. like Luke. Or Luke, yeah. And so what if that happened? But, you know, maybe Ray, maybe Ray was, came from somewhere else. It's, that's, that's a way that they could do it without retcon. Go, going back to the, yeah, no, yeah I, don't, I don't like that term retcon either. It, it's, it's one of my pet peeves, too, about... You know, uh, Ryan Johnson ignored everything JJ did. No, he just answered it in a way maybe you didn't like. Right. And, and so I, I don't, that retcon, I don't think JJ would ever do that because that would kind of be an insult as a filmmaker. But I think him going, you can find these areas. And that's why I you remain. Swerve. A swerve. I remain open to it because, again, if it's, if it's good storytelling. And, and going back to, to the Aftermath trilogy again and of the novels. Uh, remember, we used, to, we, we used to say there's stuff on Jakku. Gallius Rax is there. There's this observatory there. Uh, Ray Sloan. Where's Ray Sloan? God, I want more Ray Sloan. Um, what, 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 there's something on Jakku. And so that was, when those, those books came out, we thought, hey, maybe things are a little bit more connected than maybe they are or aren't. That's, you know, that's a side conversation. Sort of bring it all back to that in some kind of way. I, I'm on board with that theory. Also, the reason I, the, the things I like about the newer trilogy mm-hmm. is uh, anything from The Last Jedi that was like half of the movie focused on the Force. Mm-hmm. And so, to me, that's what's interesting about Star Wars is the Force mythology aspect of it. And so the side stories I'm not as, as into, but I think it would be cool if some is a character like that comes back to mm-hmm. tie it all together where you, you bring back mysticism to Star Wars, yeah. right? Because that's, that's what I'm missing more. Like that scene with, with uh, uh, Luke and Yoda in Last Jedi, like that made me feel like I was watching a Star Wars movie, mm. right? So if we have mm. something like that with the dark side of the Force, that would be really cool. Like I would be super excited to so see you that. See the possibilities. Yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like that, that's that's where you could that's where you could do yeah. it. And I hope that that's that's what I meant when I talked about it. I don't know if it was on this show, wherever it was, the fan service part of it, which I think is a which is used in a nasty. 
yeah, yeah. way sometimes, and I, I don't think it is. I think fan service in certain aspects are it should be welcomed. Yeah. And I think that by tying in some of these, because like you said, a lot of these original characters are dying off, yeah. right? So if we bring an original character back, but it's not the original character that we thought, it's a different. Right. It's Emperor Palpatine. Um, they could do some really special stuff here, but it's a matter of how they make it work with Ray, how they make it work with Kylo. Mm-hmm. Um, because what I didn't like that they abandoned in or not didn't like but it just i was wish it would have come back in some way was that kylo ren was so obsessed with vader and so obsessed with yeah. the way of the sith in Fan force Boy, awakens yeah. where did that go we, right. we we lost that in last jedi bring it back maybe he stu- he studies holocron like he he studies the like, ancient teachings of palpatine okay that that that's fine. I'm okay with that. I mean, I, I think I'd rather it tie in ultimately in a, in a cool way with Palpatine somewhere or another, trying to come back like Voldemort, right. which would be cool. Yeah. Um, but I'm okay with 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 Kylo Ren going back and, and having those teachings. Well, we have this dual kind of story in the sense of of Kylo, Ben, and Ray. Mm-hmm. And uh, Last Jedi, I always say this. Remember, it's days after Force Awakens, so. He's yes, he's praying at the altar of Vader's crushed helmet, but then Snoke, his his boss, basically says, "You're wannabe." Yeah. That upsets him. Now he's in chain, just like Ray has to also right now. And even in the Poe Dameron comic, she's starting to read the books that she took from the island. She's got to start teaching herself or learning. So does Kylo. Still, is she reading them in the comics now? In the Poe Dameron comic, she's she's got them three PO issue twenty eight, which is a great issue where BB and R two D two share war stories. C three PO is translating for it. Oh, loosely. cool. She's starting. She, oh, this is a good place to start. Well, Kylo, in a way, has got to do that too because he's on his own now. Uh, maybe you know, for keep maybe Snoke was like, eh, don't worry about the Sith, just go with go with the Church of Snoke. Right. Maybe now he's like, all right. Let me go back to where I was. And then, great then, point. Then it's you got between point. eight and nine. Now you got them learning their own little thing and coming back for the main event. You know? I love that point. I mm-hmm. think that that is such a great idea if, if now this Knights of Ren, everybody, you don't worry about the rules anymore. If Kylo goes back to learning the rules and right. Kylo tries to bring back the Sith. I mean, I've been, I've been yelling and screaming. Yeah. I think the Sith need to come back one way or another. But then that. that's another cyclical issue there. That, like, I don't you don't want, like that? Also, I, don't, I don't like the same storyline over and over history again. repeats like, itself i know i know but we've already seen it i don't need to see that I, you don't want to see the sith of the jedi again i mean i don't need to see it how we've seen it okay. is my okay. point yeah, yeah, like, I, I i've already that. seen i already yeah. have those movies sure I, I don't need to see that again but him yeah. starting so actually, up the sith again we haven't no but what I, I i would actually would would rather see is the struggle with some because was one of the biggest parts of, um, of Star Wars is basically whether a person is good or not, and if you're going to let the dark side of the Force mm-hmm. tempt you or not, or if you're going to stay a good person, mm-hmm. if you're going to stay at the light side of the and Force. you fell a long so, time ago. Oh, obviously. Yeah. 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 Sits all the way, obviously. Yeah. So, uh, but my point is, I actually think it would be cool to see it happen uh, vice versa this time, mm. and to actually see Rey end up going the to side. the dark side, and Kylo yeah. somehow redeeming himself at the end, and mm. saving, you know, the galaxies. Like that would actually, I like the Ray. And I know he's not a likable character. Right. But now, yeah, I like I the Ray part of it. I just, I think at this point, if, if, if they were doing episode 10, 11, and 12, then I'd say that's possible. But from right now, what they're saying, it's like they're, they're, there's no even look to do 10, 11, and 12. Right. And for all rumors, is that J.J. wants to end it. The saga wants to end right here. Yeah. Um, now, there's not to say in 10 years from now, they can say, oh, episode right. 10's coming out. Right. But I would love that arc, I, and I've been actually calling for that. I thought it would have been cool to do it in, in 8, right. but I just think that you're, you're going to end it with Kylo's going to die. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But So you're going to end it more predictable, which probably. is boring. Probably. I mean, it's I, again. I think that's part of the fan service of yeah. it all. I think it's gonna it, it's gonna happen. Be a little bit more predictable. It would be interesting to you know, until just like just like George did with his first six, yub nub, wrap it up and give an ending there that we all could be satisfied. And maybe we thought then that was the last uh, to be able to to call your own shot and go out with a complete kind of nine part saga. Twenty years from now, when they you know Daisy and. Everyone signs back up for 10. Yeah, it's a different conversation. But I like that idea. But I understand what you're saying, too. And that's what I love, uh, among a lot of things, of Last Jedi, is at this point, I can't quite predict. Mm-hmm. Snoke's dead, all that kind of stuff. So which, which, to me, opens up this kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, going into 9 of, of now, now I can't predict it exactly. I want to know. And, and there's a lot, lot of possibilities versus 
you know, uh, right, we're, we know at some point Snoke and Kylo and Rey are going to fight in Episode Nine. We right. now that's out of the way, or right. at least on on a predictable level, which I like. Could be Ghost Snoke yeah. and Ghost yeah. Luke fighting. Yeah. Ghost Luke. Well, it's one of the things also that gets me excited too, as far as the overall fan base, you know, because I think that mm-hmm. when it just proves that even like when a, when a rumor like this comes out, let's say it's even if it's completely false, right? Mm-hmm. It gets people talking. And it gets people excited about what could come with episode nine. Because once we get closer and closer and closer, you're going to feel the heat again. Because the heat kind of went down a little bit, too. And if it's because we we don't have a Star Wars movie for Mm -hmm. a while now. Um, We're going to start... I saw some tweet today, or yesterday, that there's somebody who's been used to Star Wars movies now coming out in December. And has this kind of void. Then now there's not one coming out. Well, Solo should have come out in December. Yeah, I mean, that's even Bob Iger knows that at this point. But... um, because of that, I think that the fever will start to really spike. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. once you hit that trailer celebration, one at Star Wars Celebration in Chicago, once you, the Mandalorian will, will also cause that, that spike. Star Wars is going gonna, is gonna to hit another fever pitch that people are not going to be expecting as much. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to hit you again, it, especially with, with things like this. It's an, you're absolutely 100%. Right, because go back to the prequel era. Now, nowadays, I call myself a prequelist, and I love the stories, and I dive into the little moments and all those kind of things. In 1999, I, I was a little disappointed with a lot of people and didn't know what I saw. 2002, 99 was forgotten, and I was there in line, Attack of the Clones. Let's do it again. What's next? What's next? Yeah. Same thing in 2005. So, so that's the great thing about Star Wars. Once it's in your blood, you're excited, and the possibility of something new, yeah. even Star Wars Resistance. I finally got to see it this weekend like, you you know, like with it? everyone. I really loved it. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's going to grow and yeah. get better. There's some stuff that's moving into the series, and I'm like, wow, that's, that's potentially dark and grown up. The show might grow just like Rebels. So I, I, uh, my initial reaction of it being more kid-like, we can talk about it later, I think was wrong. Um, um, but, but the point is, even then, I'm like, oh, something new. In Star Wars, it gets you, it gets you going because we're nerds, Darina. We're nerds. Speak for yourself. Oh, <laughs> Don't you have a show called Super Dork House? I do. Yeah. So she's a dork, nice. not a nerd. Yeah, exactly. It's different. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. what it is. Um, but we don't take this thing seriously. Dorks. I'm, nerds do. Yes. I'm curious to what the, uh, what the fans are saying out there, too. Make sure that you hashtag Clatter Jedi Council. If you have any questions, we're going to take a lot of questions from you guys today. Um, and I want to hear what you think. Is it a good idea to bring Palpatine back? Do you think that it's something like do you, that could be lazy? Do you think it's something that should be put to the side? Should they focus on just doing brand new things and not bringing anybody back? How do you feel about it? Like You can comment in the YouTube, tweets, whatever you want to do. Go ahead and, and give your thoughts, and Ken will go through some of those in a little bit, and we'll get some of your thoughts as we're reading out the questions. But um, that's everything really going on. Yeah, in the there, there's some news, stuff right? of uh, locations, yeah. uh, you know, of episode nine, but, uh, you know, that stuff's all... Don't yeah. give those out to the nerds. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell people well, where they yeah. are. Yeah, but I mean, it was just deserts and stuff. Is yeah, it's a Jordan and, uh, you know, yeah. Pine it's all the typical places. Typical places. Sorry, that, that's There's it. There's a right? parking structure nearby. You can uh, take pictures from there and, and watch them shoot. But, but that's, I mean, it's really it. I mean, the big story was that Palpatine was rumored, and that's a pretty big story. Um, yeah. Like I said before, we're going to get our majority of big news as we get closer and closer and closer. If there's more cast, we'll see. But it's the majority of it's it's once we see that teaser trailer. And I've asked this question already, too, because remember back in, in 2014, right around November, we saw a little spot for The Force Awakens. Right. Mm-hmm. Will, do you think that will happen again, or do you think they're just going to save the first trailer for Celebration? Um, I mean... I, th- I think because we didn't get a December movie, they might. It's possible that they might do that just to get people excited. Mm-hmm. So they close out the year in a in a certain way. People you know? talking about Star Wars. Yeah, but um, but I don't think they need to. <laughs> I mean, people are going to see it anyways. So, yeah, yeah. Ken, um, Ken, where do you stand? You still stand on? They think they'll, sh- they'll show a little teaser. Uh, did I say that at once? You did. Okay. I, sometimes I, I'll let the internet keep track of what I said. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Um, yeah, I, I still like that idea. Maybe that's why my heart's yeah. taking me to that direction. Wavering a little bit? Wavering. It'd be yeah. fun, right? It'd yeah. be fun. Just a little, like, because, you know, seeing that teaser trailer on uh, that weekend in November was, uh, 2014 was great. So, yeah, yeah, teasers are fun. I think that for me, I'm, I'm with Darina in that I'll be excited if it comes out. I'll be ready to speculate and, and, and analyze yeah. every bit of it once it comes out. But I don't think I need it. 
right. the same way I needed the Force Awakens one to come out because I wanted to see something. Yeah. Like, what is this new trilogy going to look like? Yeah. Right. I do need it at Celebration. I mean, there's right. no doubt oh, about yeah, it. I need yeah, the trailer yeah. at Celebration because, A, what the hell do you go to Celebration for if you're not going to get the newest movie trailer? The hot dogs at the convention floor. In Chicago, probably good ones. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I'm going. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, Maybe that's why I should you're go. You're going. Are you going this year? Yeah, we'll see. Come on. We'll you see. Go. Um, you're going. <laughs> you, you tell me I am. You're going. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, all right. So that's everything in the world of Star Wars movie news. But the TV news, it ain't going to stop for a while. Ooh, There's yeah. some stuff coming down the pike. Let's take a quick break. You know it's one of my favorite things to do post-dancing rehearsal. Not going to lie. It's putting on some sweatpants immediately and having a drink. You all know I love a glass of wine or two, but I also like to switch it up. So lately, Jason and I have been making a little cocktail at night using Rum Haven. Rum Haven believes Mother Nature did things right, so it's crafted using real coconut water and not using artificial preservatives or flavorings. It is so incredibly refreshing. I mentioned I like to add it to a cocktail, but it's also actually great over ice with a splash of club soda. It tastes like I'm on vacation, sitting on an island somewhere far, far away which is without a doubt a great feeling, especially during these crazy times. So make sure to follow at Rum Haven on Instagram because they post all types of these seasonal recipes. They do giveaways and tips. Plus, when you go to discover.rumhaven.com, you can find their latest blogs, quizzes, and any promotions they have going on. On one of their latest blog posts, they actually have some tips about planning your virtual watch party, which is pretty perfect since everyone's favorite reality show is back on Tuesdays. Be sure to have a little virtual drink with me, sip some rum haven, maybe even while you're listening to the pod. Let me know what you think. Celebrate more for less at HomeSense. More yummy, the best cookware by far. And three cheers for bar. More I love it gifts from chocolate to spa to ooh la la. HomeSense, cheer is here. Hey, Collider fans, this is John Roca. If you like this show, you are going to love Riggle's Picks with Rob Riggle and Sarah Tiana on Podcast One. You've seen Rob in the hit movie Night School with Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish, but you can hear him every week on the funniest sports podcast around with co-host Sarah Tiana. Check out Riggle's Picks every Thursday on Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And we are going to talk about it. Ken, it's time for that segment that we simply call What's the Deal with Canon? Everything happening in the world of Star Wars that links back to the movies, comic books, novels, video games, television shows. What do you got? Well, uh, last week we had, uh, you didn't have a chance to really talk about the title, right? It came out after? I think it came out afterwards. Yeah, the Mandalorian. Favreau's Instagram post. No, 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 no. We did did talk about it. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. He posted. We we talked about Favreau's post, yes. I I literally record five hours of Star Wars talk a week. I can't remember when I I get it. Um, (laughs) I'm a dork, nerd, and a geek. Um, But we've got a lot more. Uh, uh, Most of uh, these stories... Uh, you know, if they start a rumor phase, we got to give you know, the making Star Wars teams doing a great job. They've been on top of it, and that I think forced Disney's hand to kind of put a lot of this out. So we got a lot of cool information, and we got the list of directors. Do you want to go over that? That's the first thing, and then there's some rumors. Yeah, possibly. well, we talked, we talked about we did some, we, I, maybe that's what it was. No, I can't remember because no, you know what it was? You know what we didn't get last week? What? We didn't get the picture. That's what we got. The picture came out after. Yeah, yeah. 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 We got we got uh, John Favreau talking the about the title, which I read, and yeah. there was rumors of who could be directing. But yes, then the picture came out, okay. and then Lucasfilm uh, announced some of the directors. So yes, please some of the directors. Do, do tell. So here's the director list: Dave Filoni, which we've been saying for a while, yep. just even specifically to this show. Or just in general. Him in live action is something that was going to happen. He's got possibly two episodes. Uh, Rick, hi, the director of Dope. How do you say it? Fayuma? Fayuma? I don't remember. Yeah, Fuyuma. I am bad. Yeah. Sorry. I should normally try to look that up before the show. Ran out of time. But he was, Dope was awesome, though. Ken got his coffee. Yeah. Deborah Chow, director Jessica Jones. Most recently, Bryce Dallas Howard. Uh, also rumored to maybe have a role in it. We're going to talk about that. Uh, Filoni, uh, again, shout, and then Tika Waititi possibly closing out the series. Yeah. And possibly, maybe, rumors are saying. He's closing out the series? Uh, the well, it's listed. Possibly. We don't yeah. know officially. Okay. This is all, a lot of, lot of it, uh, rumors and, and, and stuff. Um, so we're just having that as a conversation starting point. Uh, rumored maybe that he'd also have a, a voice maybe as a droid or be in it, which would make perfect sense. Yes. All right, let's start there. Uh, what a great list of directors all the way around. I think, and I, I don't know, again, I'm not sure what show I said this on, but I've said it before. 
the most intriguing one out of all of those is Bryce Dallas Howard. Okay. Because before this, she's, I think, directed a short. Mm-hmm. We know that she's got it in her blood. Mm-hmm. We know that she's learned from uh, the best mm-hmm. uh, with her dad, obviously. But we also know she's been in she know, Star Wars is in her family, too, solo. Yeah. And, and working, even you go back to where, mm-hmm. it, I, you know she knows George Lucas. Yeah. If you have the, whether it's back from American Graffiti to where her father first yeah. met him to working in Willow somewhere their relationship is strong enough to where it's somewhere they've had like I'm some gonna guess a salad and a hot dog at a right, barbecue right <laughs> but my the reason why it's, it's intri- you work with my dad right yeah. it's intriguing to me because you don't take this job as your first real big directing job mm-hmm. if you don't love it yeah and you don't get the job unless you have a real interest in it they're not just going to give this show this first season show just because she's Bryce Dallas Howard they're just yeah. not, they're not going to do that they're it's, so I want to know what her takes are like. they got to be great. I want to know what her pitch in the room was when they're like, mm-hmm. this is why I want to do this. And not just – Star Wars doesn't need a celebrity actress to, to get PR. They, just, they don't need it. Right. It's like it's not a PR move because there's other actors out there that they could have done that who have actually directed. This right. is something that means she's right for the job mm-hmm. and she did something and she's got to take or maybe yeah. taken a role also. yeah. yeah. That I can't wait to see what she's going to do in her, in her episode. Filoni, to me, obviously, that's a, that's a slam dunk. That's something I've been calling for since this thing yeah. started. Um, I love uh, I love Rick Fuhima's uh, yeah. dope, dope was so a, good, a great it's movie. Really, really he was rumored to do the Flash movie. Right. Um, that the creative differences he left, so Star Wars got him. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, the Deborah Chow with Jessica Jones brings humor and. And yep. that gritty darkness that works well yeah. on the small screen. I mean, that's my favorite yeah. thing Marvel's done. Jessica, Jessica Jones. Jones. Talk like, about it. Yeah. Talk about it. Yeah. Um, and so I'm pretty excited about that. And it's funny because with this, with The Mandalorian, like, I mean, you, you hear announcements for Star Wars news that with all these projects that are happening. And it's, it, it, I know it excites a lot of people. It wasn't really exciting me as much because mm-hmm. I, I like these new movies, but they're not my favorite. Uh, but it's interesting. Like, I, I actually am excited about a a TV show. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about seeing a Star Wars, you know, more of the Star Wars universe, mm-hmm. uh, especially with all of this talent, because you have so much stuff out there for kids. You have all these cartoons, and that's great. But I want to see something for us, right? Yeah. I want to see something for adults. I mean, I would love to see a rated R Star Wars TV show or movie <laughs> with IG-88, like, killing everyone. That would be awesome. But I don't know if I'm going to get like it. I'd like to see IG-88's butt. On screen, yeah. I mean, that's fine too. Yeah. I'm not against I think robot butts, droids butts, droid yeah. butts. We do. <laughs> I think some bounty hunter. Yeah. We don't it. need them pantsless <laughs> here on our ship. Yeah. Wars. But you know, the Taika Waititi thing. I saw some pushback from some fans. Ah, oh, this is just going to be Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. He's just going to bring jokes to, to Star Wars. And you guys know how I get when it's overly jokey. Have they general. seen his other movies? Like his other movies are great, yeah. and they're not, and they're nothing like Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, he always has an element of humor in yeah. them, but mm-hmm. that's okay. So Star Wars does in general. Yeah. yeah. But the other thing too is with the TV series, and we've been saying, like, like you said, getting excited for the Star Wars series, I think, is something that all fans across the board are starting to do now. Because yeah. just to be a broken record here is that you have this is going to be a ten-hour film, right. and what's also interesting about that. The directors, minus Filoni here, are all film directors. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of them, Bryce Dallas Howard, I guess, but like, but yeah, sure, all film, film yeah. directors. And they're treating it with mm-hmm. the budget, with everything. This is, this is, these are movies. Yeah. These are 10 movies that we're going to Yeah, gonna this is like going to be like Game of Thrones level Absolutely. Uh, uh, production value. You know? And I yeah. said, it, I'm more excited for the, I'm very yeah. excited for episode nine. Yeah. Very excited. I'm more excited for The Mandalorian. And I said it many times. People said to me, you only get one. You either get The Mandalorian or episode nine, I'm taking The Mandalorian because I know I'm getting at least two seasons of Mandalorian. Yeah. And if I keep watching it and everybody else keeps watching it, I'll get three. I'll get And four. it's just completely new, and that's more exciting to me. Like, yeah. I, like I'm, I'm not – I'm going to be there nerding out with all of you guys watching episode nine. It'll be great. But um, but it, that experience has happened. Like, I'm more excited to see, like, a new, like I said, like a new take on the Star Wars universe and just also a new type of filmmaking in Star Wars. Yeah. And we can, get, we can get the Force in this show, too, right. because this is after Return of the Jedi. So – Luke is out there spreading the word, passing on what he has learned as Yoda instructed him to do. So there might be people, because we don't know how many people were killed off from, we know he was the last uh, of the Jedi, or at least Rey is now, um, by the time we get there. But that's like 30, 20, whatever years it is in between. Yeah, Yeah, so 
there is stuff that we can find out. You can introduce more. Mm-hmm. That was one of the things. I remember when the, when the new canon kind of came out, and we were saying, when are they going to really explore that gap between Return of the Jedi and now Force Awakens, right? Because we got some with Aftermath, and we get some with... There's a Shattered Empire, and there's things inside of you, and stuff with Battlefront 2 that fills in a little bit of stuff. There's, there's stuff in a lot of the novels that fills in a little of it, too. But this is the first we're really going to see of it. I mean, you look, you look at it, and we're going to have... We're going to really explore a time. And I wonder how long it's going to go, too. Like, let's say this thing goes five seasons. Mm-hmm. Where do we end up? Do we end up right before Force Awakens? Do we end up after... The new trilogy, it's, 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 it's endless. Right. I mean, and I, I personally would rather have it not be super related to the timeline. Where, like, when things are connected, like in the MCU, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think that uh, storytelling um, is not as good because of that. Limited? It's limited, exactly. Yeah. So I would rather see something entirely new, entirely new characters. I mean, I don't mind if, you know, there's oh, mention, yeah, but... Yeah. But I think it would make for better storytelling. Oh, I want to see new characters. Yeah. I'm not, I, I, what I'm talking about is just knowing that inside of those timelines and yeah. also knowing that we, because this is after the second right. Death Star is blown up, we know now that Luke is running around there. There has to be mention to right, the right, great right. Skywalker. There's got to be mention of Leia. There's got to be mention of Solo. There's got to be mention of these things because that's part of the history. Yeah. They can explore politics more. The original, what's going to happen to start this show off is it's going to follow the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. They, like you were mentioning with Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones doesn't stick with one character. That's mm-hmm. why the show is so successful. It, it ventures off into different parts of this vast land. Galaxy. Yeah. And they'll do the same thing in, 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 this, in this show. So, Ken, directors, you, you excited about this list? Uh, I'm, I'm very excited about this list. This is uh, what a lot of people uh, kind of want, which uh, a bunch of new uh, names in, uh, in the Star Wars galaxy and and uh, diversity behind the camera uh, here. We got Favreau guiding the way. We can tell he's very serious, and, and this, this, this is this, he's taking this. This he's a Star Wars fan, you know. So what I'm trying to say. Um, also, my computer just died, so no. don't ask me any specific questions <laughs> on Twitter. Um, uh, I'm going to try to flip it or uh, restart it here in a second. Uh, live, Collider Capsules, Jedi Capsules, live. Um, but as far as what they bring. Uh, I, you know, there's some, some humor regarding the Tika Waititi thing. Like, yeah, I don't want to shake away joke in Star Wars, but also I love, you know, what we do in the sh- shadows, and I yes. love that style. I love the flight of the Concords. I love that kind of um, that subtle uh, New Zealand humor. So yeah. if that works its way in through a droid, yes. we know our droids can be funny in Star Wars, and he's doing that. That's great. And I don't think, you know, they're not going to bring him on. And, and just have, like, cool, you do our slapstick episode. Like, that's not what he does. So I understand the concern, though. Um, I love Thor Ragnarok, but it did at times seem a little different than what was presented before. It's highly entertaining, though. Um, uh, again, I talked about Jessica Jones uh, um, handling dark dark themes with a little bit of, of humor as well. That's that's important. That is part of Star Wars's thing. And it's what the show, what I'm excited about the show is the era. The New Republic is forming, but we don't necessarily need to deal with that. We'll hear about it. I'm sure we know from the description. That you don't the, want to see them dealing with the, the oh, politics abso- of it? Absolutely. The yeah. politics, the politics, the prequels are awesome. Right. Uh, politics get a bad rap in Star Wars. <laughs> They, they get bad rapid stars. It's really <laughs> deep. It's really good stuff, and it's what George wanted. Bloodline to be about. sounds so. Bloodline well. is so great. Aftermath. Why I keep going? That Wendig did such a good job of saying, "Hey, the the emperor has been toppled, the, the regime, but there's still chaos behind right. it, and this galaxy is big, and that's where I love is the galaxy is so big, and in terms of Jedi, yeah, as we've seen in the comics, Order sixty six, they got most of them, but the galaxy is so big. It's not just like 10 Jedi hanging out. It could be 100 hiding. We don't know. And so, yeah, the Force could be in the show. That'd be interesting to see. And then whoever the Mandalorian is, we don't quite know yet. We've got rumors of of actors on the Star Wars set. They were uh, very, very careful with the the pronoun used to describe this character. So they're leaving kind of that blank. Uh, um, I'm intrigued. What's he, what he or she or they, what are they going for? Is it good, bad? Right. Are they, are they, we, we hear Boba Fett and Jango Fett, forget the fact whether they're Mandalorians or not. Um, we hear that and we think, well, they're kind of on the bad side. Maybe this is someone, a man, Mandalorians, Bo Katan, they're kind of good, honest people. Right. A, a lot of them, Death Watch aside. Um, and we're going to get those answers. Uh, now I'm just dork rambling. I like the dork Because rambling. this is what the series will bring. I, I, yeah. I think this is. A very exciting series now that we're finally seeing it. I didn't put you on a spot though with yeah. that. I don't think I did. You only get you only get one. 
You can only have episode nine or this series. Which one do you take? Oh, you're a I'm monster. Sorry. Uh, I still would go episode nine. You take nine over Star Wars morning. to me still is on the big screen. And, and, and what I mean by I'm going to love this. I love Resistance. I love, I love Forces of Destiny on yeah. YouTube. But Star Wars to me is going back to 1983 and yeah. seeing Jedi. I understand screen. that. Yeah. Darina? Mandalorian. You take the Mandalorian. Yeah, I, I want I, new. Yeah, as would I. And I think that what they could do, if the show gets popular enough, remember, didn't they show a couple episodes of Game of Thrones in the theater? They did. Yeah. yeah. That is something before. that they can do. If this show gets popular enough, if mm-hmm. this show really starts to do what I think it can do, yeah. right. and the season finale could be in a big screen... That's another way that they will capitalize yeah. monetarily. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And, uh, and earlier I had said I had mentioned Jessica Jones because of the director, but yeah. um, I've said this before on another show. Uh, Legion uh, is one of my favorite things ever. And so if they go a similar route there where it's just a completely different take and, uh, as I mentioned before, way of filmmaking for the Star Wars universe, that would be super exciting to see on the big screen. Yeah. Like just a comp- like every single Star Wars movie that we've seen lately like from from force awakens to all the new ones like rogue one and all of those like they all have a different look to it and i appreciate that but but they're still a little bit you know similar so yeah. i want to see something new artistically as well not mm-hmm. just in storytelling I agree. so that would be super exciting hopefully right. they do that there's two things i want to address though with this um also i want to, uh, lucasfilm also needs to be applauded with the the mix of directors that yeah. they have in here too it's all around the board you talk about diverse yeah. and i also think it was one of the reasons why i always felt there was a little bit of a jump the gun being accusatory of them when they announced favreau as the as who was going to be the lead, and everybody thought right away, here's another white dude who's just going to direct this whole thing, and that was never really the case. I think when they announced it on that particular day was 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 probably not the best time when they announced it, but I was always confident in the mix of people that they would get to direct, and it would have been a missed opportunity for them not to um, find all those great and talented directors, and they've certainly done that, and they've mixed it up. And I am looking forward to seeing what all of these directors mm-hmm. are going to do. And I think that they should be applauded for this because they're going out and they're getting talented directors who have been proven in the genre. Some not giving them the shot to prove themselves in the genre, in the space. And I think it's something that people should talk about more. Mm-hmm. And it's not up? just about the way people look. It's they all actually have a very diverse yep. background when it comes to their talent and their experience in directing, acting, whatever they're doing. And so that's great. Um, that makes me excited, uh, and I haven't been excited in a while about this, so I'm very excited. Ken, yeah, that mix of directors. Like again, do you, see, you understand what I mean? Though, like where we, like I think that it's it's that I understand the time of where we say, well, we need to do this. I think that it, it's always the, the, let's see how it pans out. I, I am always a let's see how it pans out type of guy, uh, and 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 and, a, and and I react calmly to everything because that's what my old job was for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think Disney had a little bit of a bad track record and so it's yeah. it's correct to maybe jump a couple steps ahead when you hear some of those those things my big problem with disney lucas from general and i don't know the inner workings of the promotion is they don't seem to get out ahead of the news and control their own news yeah. uh i still think if they had said hey here's some you know and sometimes you just can't announce it we've all heard rumors we all got friends in the industry we all heard some names attached to star wars or lucasfilm at some point and then it doesn't happen or their contracts they can't announce it now you know and it's like so sometimes these, these rumors come out first or these scoops come out first, um, and sometimes they're incorrect or not. You know, we heard Alan Taylor of Game of Thrones. So that, right. and that was starting to make people upset last week, and he's not on this list. Maybe he's in season two. We don't know. Um, so, yeah, but I'd say I, I do understand, though, when some of the news comes out, the track record isn't there, and yeah. so that causes it. And the argument could also be made for those people who are saying, well, maybe that, that inspired them to hire that particular one. Abs- abs- well, we know, look, going back to Phasma and Gwendolyn Christie and yeah. JJ going, yeah, let's switch this up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I, I, I totally understand what you're yeah. saying there, too. But, uh, but the, the end result is this is a very exciting list with some, some wonderful perspectives coming in. I, I too, am really excited uh, about Bryce Dallas Howard because, you know, this is someone who's, who's been in super big blockbusters and seen – how that works and how that story works, and now it's going to take all that and, and dump it into this uh, this episode. And yeah, she's uh, you know her father's is one of the one of the best in, in my in my world. Can I say something about news and rumors? Yes. Like, so people need to relax. You nerds, us nerds need to relax <laughs> because at the end of the day, don't separate they're from just, us, dork. They're yeah. just news and rumors, right? We don't know. Like it's it's funny to see people get so riled up when I'm like, just you can also wait and see the end result. And yeah, yeah. then you can make a decision whether or not you like something. 
Get so, riled up after it's final. Yes, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. People get so mad. It's like, how dare they do this? I was like, the show, the movie, whatever you're waiting to see has not happened. Right. Yeah. So just wait a little bit and and see the end product I go, and then complain. I go back to, what is it, 2014 or, or when uh, Santa Staros came down the ramp of her, of her spaceship oh, right. and right. said, I'm Santa Solo. And everyone went, they lost their minds. And we, we said on the show, we said, we're going to guarantee it's not his actual wife. It's probably the thing and, that yeah, happened inside of it. And then even if it is, it. oh, all right. Right. And then the next issue was like, oh, it's probably. Right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's just right. saying. You just wait till it's final. Yeah. But the other thing, the last thing I want to say about the Mandalorian here is, like I said, for a while, I thought that Dave Filoni, if you don't put him in to direct an episode, is a colossal error. And yeah. they certainly didn't make that error. I didn't think. I thought. If you were going to give me Vegas betting odds, I would have bet that Favreau was going to direct the pilot, mm-hmm. right? Dave Filoni directing the pilot says a lot because what that says is how much trust mm-hmm. Favreau has in Filoni already, mm-hmm. the bond that they must already have over this series, yeah, too. Clone Wars and everything, yeah. Because the, the thing is, this is a guy who's directed animation for his majority of his career, has, has really made his career through animation, and here's this live-action show. He, the pilot sets the tone of the show going forward. It is the hook to get everyone saying, I'm in or I'm out. Maybe I'll stick around for a couple episodes and the pilot's not great, but you don't want to start Star Wars like that. So to have Filoni, a guy who has not directed a lot of live-action stuff, doing it, that's saying, yeah, he's going to crush it. I am more than thrilled that he's the guy launching it in. Um, Is this a smart move? Yeah, I mean, also... To add to your point, I completely agree. And these animated series that Filoni has done aren't cartoons. They're not just cartoons. This mm-hmm. is this is art. Like these people mm-hmm. are making, you know, they're they're filmmakers. You know, so mm-hmm. so so th- these you know these cartoons. Not, nothing to you know. I don't want to talk crap about like eighties cartoons, but like that's these movies like <laughs> Care Bears, He Man, whatever you guys were into. Like mm-hmm. they didn't look this way. Like Clone Wars, like all these animated series look amazing. The cinematography is amazing. Like there's real artistic value thrown into it. So he's clearly, exactly. It looks beautiful. Even if it's like for kids, like you can at least appreciate the way it looks. Well, even, I don't want to step on your point. I want, I really want you to finish that point, but like going to, going to resistance. Yeah. Resistance has a lot of like, Oh, 11 year old kids. But then there's Jaeger or Jaeger who's a war veteran on Jakku doesn't want to fight evil anymore because something happened. And you're like, well, that's, that's a big theme. That wasn't in, G.I. Joe season two. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> 1984. But yeah, and like I said, just the way it looks like, Filoni obviously has the experience and and has, uh, uh, I think, is going to bring something awesome to a live action. I'm excited to see what he's going to do in a live action series, for sure. And Filoni directing the pilot. So you've been, I know you're a Rebels and Clone Wars fan, but you, yeah. you're still a little critical of like Space I, Whales. and. I, and I love Dave Filoni. I don't think anyone understands the force outside of George Lucas like Dave Filoni. Right. Being at that Q&A at the last Rebels episode and just yes. hearing him just rattle off stuff, he understands the Cosmic Force, the Living Force. He he learned from his own master, uh, you know, in a flannel shirt, and now he's good. So I want everyone – I love Dave Filoni. I just sometimes – the idea of him uh, – it makes sense of who's in-house that should take over some of the creative stuff. Totally makes sense. I just think sometimes – you go back and watch, you know, some of the stuff. I, I joke all the time. Mieber Gascon, our friend Stephen Stanton, Griff mm-hmm. Hallard, that, you know, that's one of George Lucas's favorite arcs of the Clone Wars, but it's, it's a frog officer yeah. and droids. Yes, for children, but also, like, so, so I, I, I don't like to just hand the throne over to Floney right. right away without pointing out that he brought back Lando and then made him play with puffer pigs, but that's fine. That's me. I'm an old grump. But that's my point. My point is, though, but so with that, because, with he, that. because he's capable of doing... So he's I, capable of Mortis and all the other stuff. Right. But no, but he's capable of the stuff that you just said, and, and just some stuff that I didn't like that he did. Yeah. I still... I do give him the keys to the castle, but we're on opposite I'm points okay there. With, I'm okay with him. I'm not even on the opposite. I'm just like, hand him the keys, but say... Eh, just make sure you don't put a puffer pig. And it's completely fair thing. You're just you're a little bit, you're more critical of him than mm-hmm. I am. And I and that's that's but, but you, remember, you make fair points. I drunkenly accosted him at Comic Con four years ago yes. and said, You made the best thing in the towers ever. So yeah. I like Dave Filoni. But so with that point, because he is because puffer pigs and those things have happened, which I don't think he's gonna do in this series, but let's say I don't it's, think he is either, but it's but possible. Right. Is he the right guy to start? I'm not saying I know you're on board with him directing. You're good with him starting. 110 percent because uh, you know favreau plays pre-vizsla uh in the clone wars and they're probably talking 
you know, Filoni's his own kind of, uh, he's his own walking, talking Star Wars explained. Hi, Alex and Molly. Um, you have a question, he's going to give you an answer. He's going to tell you the history of Griff. He's going to tell you the history of, of Pre Vizsla. It's all in his brain. And it comes back in Rebels and everything. And this is The Mandalorian. I think at some point, I do believe this is a, a lone gunfighter out in the outer rim on the world. But at some point, I think they're going to have to deal with what Mandalorians are, where were they were in the Galactic Civil War. Give me a live-action Bo-Katan. Come on, Katie Sackhoff. Let's get her in there. <laughs> and that's Filoni. And, and you saw Favreau at Skywalker Ranch. I, I'm pretty sure they sat down on, on other you know, locations and sets that Favreau was on and discussed this. So you absolutely want Dave leading, the, leading off here. And, and you want people to start something new in the Star Wars universe that actually have built the experience in the in the world right like you don't you like that makes total sense to me even if you don't agree with everything he's done he's Mm -hmm. he's still i think the perfect person to at least start it and launch it and and uh i think the mandalorian is actually uh snope that's my theory. Oh, it is. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's no good there. Yeah. If, if, if Fabro, if I'm Fabro, I'm making sure that Filoni is on set as much as possible. Oh, yeah. That's also why it makes so much more sense to me because I did those interviews for Resistance, and I thought because he's an executive producer and creator of the show. Yeah, versus, but yeah. he's not really as involved as he was on Rebels. I'm not going to say he's not involved at all because I, I, I can't say yeah. that to be true. But he. Every time I went to a uh, Rebels thing or a, or any Clone Wars, he's there. I think it's not because he's not interested in, in Resistance. He, that was his baby. He created it. I think he is heavily involved in this series. Mm-hmm. I think advisor-wise, I think directing-wise, I think producing-wise, I think he's going to be helping Favreau out a lot. And that is a smart move by Favreau. And I think, to me, that is also, when you look at great leadership, great leadership is something where you have somebody that you know is so good, and you keep them around. And you use them because it's always when you're just trying to run things just purely straight out with no, with not re- using all your assets. I think that's where you can run into trouble. And I think that if Favreau now is going to be the leader of the series, because Favreau is really going to be running a lot of the television stuff. So from, Favreau is Palpatine and Filoni is Vader, is what you're saying? I think so. Yeah, I think absolutely for <laughs> to sure. Ner- to circle, yeah, the show. circle yeah, yeah. it circles around it. And yeah. I think that that to me is a very smart move, and why I believe that this has the the best possibilities to be the greatest thing we've ever seen in Star Wars. Um, whoa, whoa. I'm Even over the Ewok Saturday morning cartoon? Yeah. Take or that back, sir. You have... Battle for Ender, dude. Yeah, well, yeah. But you're, but you're, <laughs> but you're being serious, though, too, in regards well, to... Well, yeah, Empire. Come on. This is not going to happen. I'm talking about happen. overall collective. Uh-huh. There is a possibility. I think that it is, it is irrational to say not possible. There's nothing that's ever going to be better Empire Strikes Back is my favorite movie of all time. Not just Star Wars movies. My favorite movie of all time. To say that there's nothing in the next 10 years that can't be better in Star Wars if done right, it's not... It's it's hard. It's hard. But it's fathomable. But as a Star Wars fan, I go into almost every movie or every show, animated shows middle different, hoping that they surpass the best. Yeah, because that's that's what I want as a fan. That's the point. And I think that with... If the first season is successful, and the first ten episodes are some of the best Star Wars storytelling you've ever seen, mm-hmm. and then more, Game of Thrones is some of the best television that's ever been out there, and we didn't know what the hell it, you did, but nobody knew what the hell it was when it first came out. Yeah. No, I didn't. Came, I hadn't read the books yet. You hadn't. Uh, no, and right. I, then I, after the first season, Devour. I threw up, de- devoured. I still study the maps every morning over breakfast. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Look, and that's another thing we've that never talked about. That makes ta- me a nerd, right? Yes, it does. By the way, we haven't even talked about that yet. Game of Thrones, yeah, great. All right, Here, so. Let's get into I, it. Daenerys. Um, no. Novels and books and comics based off Mandalorian. We haven't talked about oh, that yeah. yet. There's going to be stuff that comes out that they don't cover in the first season, and then you can spawn off into books. And then yeah. how does that play into it? And like, you could have novelizations of this 10 hour series yeah. and the way that they do for the films. There's so much possibilities with this, with this series, and I cannot wait to see what happens. So we still don't have an actual release date for it yet, right? We don't. And look, the casting's not officially done or officially announced. That, that is not. Whoever's in there is not That's Pedro Pascal right. or anyone that is. Right. They've been shooting B B unit footage, uh, secondary units, all the kind of stuff. Um, so the big stuff still yet to come, which is equally as exciting for yeah. me. Um, as far as release date, yeah, I don't know. Streaming service, what is it? Disney Go, Disney Now, Disney... Whatever it is. I mean, Filoni lap. announced what it was yeah, by accident, I, I think, I at, the, uh, at the... When Disney he announced the phone was just coming back, it whatever it was, but um, they... Uh, whatever it's announced... When is that coming out, the actual streaming service? I, was, I, think, I, I think that they said, like, October yeah. of next year. Yeah. I think okay. that that's what they said, but yeah. it's... I and you guys are all getting it. 
I'm, I would have gotten it just for the Clone Wars coming back. Mm-hmm. And not to mention the Loki series, the Scarlet Witch series, mm-hmm. the Lady and the Tramp stuff for my, my, my kid. You could say it's for you. The Star Wars stuff is for No, Lady for and the Tramp. I it's love okay. Lady and the Tramp. Tramp is great. It's a great movie, yeah. but that yeah. one, that's not what I'm signing up for. <laughs> am I going to watch it? 100%. But am I going to sign up for that? Not necessarily, but these other ideas and things that they could do inside mm-hmm. of that. Yeah, I would, I would get it for sure. Um, all right, I do want to move on to questions, but there's, let's yeah. talk about Resistance real quick. Yeah. So Star Wars Resistance, episodes one and two. And three, yeah, we came out. Three came out also? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuel for the Fire, which is oh, the third shoot. One, with I Elijah I, Wood. I missed You three. missed it, yeah. Check I only it. got the it, screenings for one and two. It might have been on the, yeah, I had to go, I was on the app watching oh. it. Um, so I'm sure I have it in it my out. mailbox. I'll look for it. But um, one and two and three, yeah. they're all aired? All, all yeah, all air. I, I think it's so confusing okay. nowadays because I watched them on the yeah. app and mirrored it with my Apple TV. So I think they were all available. You're pushing back on the fact that this is made for kids. I am pushing. So back did on Faison and uh, and Moynihan pushed back too. Well, because I, I, I my reaction was on seeing the, the first teaser trailer and thinking thinking this looks really great, looks cinematic, mm-hmm. looks very. Uh, but it just seems like hey, this might be the first thing that I don't watch as much, um, and I don't think. The tone is still there. It's it, it, if this was if I was eleven, this would be the greatest thing in Star Wars. Today. Right. It's got those things I love from Robotech, everything. But in watching the first three episodes, the third episode is a good, good example. It reminds me a little bit of Saturday morning cartoons. We got a bad guy. Don't trust this guy. Yeah. Don't do, don't steal things. It's got that moral lesson. Uh, the more you know, all that kind of stuff. But at, 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 at the show is presenting things with some characters. And we're just scratching the surface. Griff hasn't even shown up yet. And he's a former Imperial TIE fighter yeah. who, who's got this in his past. I'm t- the, the Jaeger thing was the first thing. He's sitting there, Jarek Jaeger, and, and you learn he was you know, on Batuu, apparently that picture of his family. And he was at the Battle of Jakku. He's a war veteran. He's got, and, and, and there's something about it that immediately I was like, this is... Very mature, very adult, and this, like Rebels, which I learned my lesson from Rebels. I didn't like the first episode of Rebels. If you remember, back yeah. then, me and Mon Garrett were on Jedi Alliance going, eh, not our thing. I would never have predicted that three seasons later, Obi-Wan and Maul are fighting on Tatooine right. for the final time. Right. So I think definitely it was always in the back of my head, but now after watching the first three episodes, I can see that this show can really grow. And the news that it's – you're looking at me like I'm a nerd um, – <laughs> And the news that this is six months before Force Awakens. Yeah. Uh, Kaz, uh, uh, Jono, how do you say his name? Uh, Kaz is from Hosnian Prime. His dad, in the opening scene, right. talk, who, calls, uh, who calls the resistance extremists, right. is on Hosnian Prime. What happens six months into the show? Right. His dad's going to die on Hosnian Prime, we would assume. If they, get, me, if they get there, though. If they get there. Yeah. At 11, 11 years old, you're watching this on a Sunday night or Saturday yeah. morning. Your, your home planet just got blown up. Now I'm going, okay, I should have trusted it a little bit more. They're going to give me some It's stuff. a good call as far as like how long will this sh- the show is called Resistance. So it doesn't necessarily mean it needs to be Resistance. The whole show needs to be before Force Awakens. They can right. carry into Last Jedi. They can carry into once mm-hmm. we, we get farther enough into what happens into Episode Nine. So it could go a ton of seasons. I actually loved that scene where they mentioned the how they were extremists because that's what Claudia Gray set up brilliantly yeah. in Bloodline of how they were looked upon and how... as a warmonger to right, a lot of people. Right. So like because of, of, of who her father yeah. was. And I think that that stuff that they're playing into the actual canon of it is great. I thought there were some good storytellings. I talk, talked about it last week. I, I really enjoyed the first two episodes that I saw, and I also accepted it. I do think it's, it's kind of skewed down for the it is, it is, younger yeah. generation, for sure. But I, um, I, I'm, I'm on board. Have you watched them yet? Yeah, so the only reason I actually watched the first episode is because my friend uh, is one of the writers, uh, oh, Gavin cool. Hignite. I introduced mm-hmm. oh, yeah, him yeah, at, at, at yes, Comic-Con yeah. this year. And, um, and so I started, I was like, okay, it's a show for kids. It looks, it looks cool, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I actually really enjoyed it. And, um, and it's like other cartoons that are for kids, like Adventure Time, Gravity Falls. Those are really good shows in general. Like, yeah, yeah. even though they're for kids, like, they don't uh, talk kids like they're dumb yeah, they don't treat don't them like they're like they're you know yeah. stupid and so um i think i'm i actually it, it's something that i would keep watching um mm-hmm. and and hopefully it, it keeps getting better and yeah i i was um 
I, I wasn't surprised because my friends are writing on it, but I was surprised yeah, yeah. in general that I was going to like a kid's show. Well, so okay, this, this thing comes up, and there, there's someone always tweets out there after the show, tweeted me, tweeted Kim Horcher, hey, you dummies, get into your soul, your skull, that, that, that uh, the animated shows are for adults, too. Yeah, I, I literally have an adult animated show in development right now. Yeah, I get that. I get that. What The point is they still have to market towards kids. They right. still do these that's shows That's why they're really on Disney that's the first why, time. That's yeah. why we're saying it's kind of right. for kids because it's part of for, what Forces of Destiny was everything. However, we are in an age because we yeah. grew up. Yep, we grew up Cobra. Right. Well, it goes <laughs> off of what, what Dorina was talking about before is where we think every Star Wars series, yeah. every movie is for both kids and adults. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. It's just where's the balance, mm-hmm. and it, which is fine. Resistance, the balance is heavier on kids. Yeah. And if you're a Star Wars yeah, yeah. fan in general, it's not like, oh, this is just for kids. Don't watch this. That's yeah. not what we're saying at all. Yeah. It's the balance. You know, Mandalorian, I believe the balance is going to be up here. I hope it is. I believe it is. Um, IG88's butt. Yeah. But yes. it, it, it'll be, it'll be yeah. higher up because that's, that's what, because I think that they're finally understanding that the, you got to market to all pockets because we know that, yeah. that George Lucas said, you know, it's all, he's just been for kids. And that's yeah. what he did for the prequels. He, the balance was, was really high here. Sith probably balanced that a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. But there's always been an, a balance. Um, yum nub, baby. Yum and nub. it's the same in uh, the superhero wor- world, right? Yeah. Like, that's what I want. Like, it's okay to have, uh, you know, a, a cartoon like Teen Titans, but it's also awesome to have a Deadpool and a Logan, right? right. So, like, just right, make exactly. everything. You Good have point. such an enormous universe. Just make it for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, listen, that's everything in the world of canon because we do. We only, only have about three minutes left, but we're going to talk <laughs> to you guys, try to get as many out there. It is time to go to that Twitterverse, go to the Facebook page, go to YouTube. We'll try to take – let's take one from each. Okay, I'll try each. this. Uh, we are live on yeah. Twitter. Tom Dunn is asking a question a lot of other people have asked, so if you asked it, I'm reading the one I'm seeing most recently. Uh, could Sabine be in The Mandalorian? Sabine Ren, I feel like Filoni directing – the episode seems to hint at this, and this comes up a lot, and I think it's a great discussion point. Sabine Wren uh, in The Mandalorian, you're that. Tough because yeah. of what happens in Rebels. Yeah. Um, not to say it's impossible, right. but tough. I think it goes to a bigger question of will we see characters that mm-hmm. Dave Filoni created in Rebels or Clone Wars appear, and I think that is yes. I think, again, I've used this once before today, missed opportunity if you don't show Cad Bane in this series. Mm-hmm. Some way or another, Cad Bane needs to show up in this series. But Sabine is a so possibility. Cool. Cad Bane is, like, my favorite from that yeah. series, for sure. Well, what I, do you think? You think Sabine could show up in this thing? I mean, I probably, I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Well, it was <laughs> a Mandalorian tie-in. It would yeah. make sense. Yeah. Yeah, Will characters, it, like, you know, show up? Yeah, I, I think mean, I think, will, I yeah. think in, in, like, like we said earlier, if they show up in... Uh, you know, it, as a minor role, I think there's not there's, that's cool. I yeah. just, I just like I said, I would like them to focus on on a newer ones. Yeah, I'm, I, 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 it, that's why I'm asking the question because it comes up a lot, and I just I'm not concerned about that connection. I, I let Sabine and ah- Ahsoka in the unknown region searching right. for Ezra. That's another story. I do want to hear whether I read it, see it, whatever. I just think in this series, yeah, I don't need it. I, I'm more interested in the Bo-Katan one because it, it makes great sense. We know she's alive at the beginning of the Galactic Civil War. Where were the Mandalorians yeah. in the Civil War? Let's kind of deal with some of that. Stuff. But it also shows from our lead character. Where does he stand? Like, right, where does right. he stand? Yeah, like, yeah, is, yeah. He, is he in with Bo-Katan? Is he... Or is he more of, like, Death Watch, the way the Mandalorian... He's a lone yeah, gunslinger, yeah, yeah. so is or he off? Was or she, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> or she, yeah, she. or she. Um, but either, either one, it's like, where, where, do, we, where do we stand here? Yeah. Like, you know, so I think that by tying that up, I would like to see tie-ins to Rebels inside that because I don't think that enough people, the amount of people that watch this series, I think are going to be way more than the people that watch Rebels. And I think that it's okay to reintroduce them to more Mandalorian mm-hmm. stuff that we as uber nerds might know. These newer fans might not know as much. So reintroducing it is okay. And, some of the more the lore inside of the Mandalorian culture would mm-hmm. be interesting as well. Yeah, and also, I mean, I'm more. You guys are bigger nerds than I am, obviously. How dare yeah. you? You're in a <laughs> Beatles <laughs> Star Wars. I think it was, a, com- no, no. I think it was a compliment, actually. <laughs> but my point is that um, I'm actually more on the on the side of the Star Wars fans that are more fans of the movies, and then I've seen mm-hmm. the cartoons. But I think it is important to. It would be cool to introduce, all, like you said, all these new characters from animated series, from uh, comic books, from books, you know, to uh, the wider audience, which is more of the movie audience. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, and you've got to be careful about that. Like, I would love at some point The Mandalorian to, to bump into, you know, Ray Sloan and the First Order deep in the Unknown Regions, but it's like then you'd have to explain to a lot of fans 
uh, this was a great character for the novels. Here's an, you have to find a way to do it, and I trust that they will do it if, if, if right yeah. when they do it. All right, let's do two more. Uh, two more there. So this one, we're going to stick with the Mandalorian because it's what everyone's talking yeah, about. It's yeah. from the Facebook group. So it, it starts uh, with a little fun, a little minor thing. Moves on here. Bosk, Dengar, Forlarm, Zuckus, IG-88. Hey. Who would you like to see appear in the first season of Mandalorian and maybe even drop a sly hand of Boba Fett's possible survival? And I think the big question is Boba Fett and his possible survival. What do you think? I think you got to cover Boba Fett one way or another. Mm-hmm. Now, whether you have him survive or whether he's dead or whether he's still rumored to be dead, you got to cover him one way or another because we know he's not a Mandalorian, right. right? But we know that he still has the armor. We know that he has a reputation. Um, and so there's got to be this is kind of back to what we were talking about before playing it because the original trilogy is big history inside mm-hmm. the Star Wars galaxy. So do they talk about him? Do they cover the Chuck Wenning stuff in Aftermath? Like, how do they cover him at all? They can't ignore him. Because even right. in uh, Favreau's Instagram post, mm-hmm. he acknowledges him and Django Fett. So mm-hmm. you got you, you to gotta cover it one way or another. I'm not going to go and speculate how they're going to do that because that's been something we were speculating for 30-plus years. Right. And right. I don't know how they're going to do it. But do, should they touch Boba Fett? Should they mention Boba Fett? What do you think? I mean, I think they will because the, I think I'm, I could be wrong, but it's, I could speculate that the reason they created the show, it came from the idea of like not having a standalone movie. Right. Mm-hmm. So maybe this is a way that they can do it in a smarter way. And uh, I mean, Boba Fett is okay. I want IG-88. Can we IG-88's go back to him? But Cause he's so cool. Yeah. 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 And also you got nerds. You tell me there's something I read that apparently Boba Fett supposedly defeats him, which I think is BS. Defeats no, it was IG-88. That's where he got the dentist helmet too. Oh, IG-88. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that. No, Cat yeah. Bane he fought. He fought Cat Bane. Bane. No, yeah, yeah. 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 But I heard that and I'm just saying that's not reasonable. Head cannon, so. head cannon, head cannon. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the, I, I agree with you. I think this is a chance to deal with Boba Fett. The aftermath series with Cobb Vanth and the, and the armor, people know the armor. It's never expressly said it's Boba Fett's armor, but you assume it is yeah uh and I, I think Favre's probably obsessed with that too a little bit like what happened to boba fett and yeah. maybe they can't answer that directly with this and it's a new character but i think it'll come up all right let's do one last one one last one here and then we can go all right um oh i'm trying twits? to get a good one you go for the twits uh well there's a there's a i'm on the twits i'm on the twits oh, okay. uh okay uh game uh prof at game prof three would you rather see uh what would you rather see in episode nine force ghost luke or flashback Luke, if you had to just choose. Can't take both? Well, you, you'd put episode nine of Mandalorian in my heart. You choose so one here. Choose. I'm taking uh, Ghost Luke. Ghost Luke. I want him to be involved in the story. I agree. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, like. Flashback is just, I mean, give me more stuff. Give, yeah. Have him, uh, you know, mess with Kylo yeah. again. That would be funny. Because I already know what he does in yeah. Flashback, for the yeah. most part. I mean, you can go farther back and learn more about teaching yeah, yeah. things, things of that nature, but I ultimately know where it ends up. Right. I know that he gets salty and he yeah. goes and lives on an island and then he then he comes he, and he comes to realize that he needs to be in tune with the force again and if you don't give me that mm-hmm. then what do we do in the first place so yeah. I, that's I, I need i need to find out now that he's accepted and now he's going to probably be the most powerful force ghost we've ever seen hopefully exactly. that that's where i want to see yeah i want a force ghost reunion at the end with him and yoda and and, and, and sebastian's yes Stan. Uh-huh. Shaw. 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 Yes. I just corrected you, nerd. Damn it. Yes. Now Sebastian I'm the nerd. Sam would be young. Young. <laughs> young. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you. Yeah. Force. Force. Loke. Force. Force. Loke. Gook. Force. Loke. Force. Force gook. Gook. Luke. That's what I want. Uh, yeah. Give me that. All right, everybody. So that is the show. Thank you very much for joining us. I'd like to thank our council. First, Mr. Kylo Ken. How you feel? Uh, thank you, man. I'm going to drink more coffee so Good. I can learn to say uh, words properly. Yes. And now, Dorina, where can they find you? Uh, at Evil Dorina on Twitter and Instagram, not on Facebook. And for me, you can find me at Christian Harloff on both Twitter. You got a f- Facebook also, huh? No. Oh. I deleted it. I deactivated it. Everybody it made my, ha- my life very Everybody's happy. Everybody's doing that. Yeah. Everybody's doing it. Um, for me, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Christian Harloff. Thank you guys very much, and we will see you next time. May the Force be with you. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa Online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply.